0: This is Geek Gab with your hosts, Dornal and me, Daddy Warpig. We are back. Geek Gab for Saturday, November 2nd, 2019. Uh, we want to welcome everybody back to the show. It's now November. Do you know, know what that means?
1: Uh, I've got a couple of answers queued up. Not many of them safe for work. Uh, um, does, it, does it mean that your favorite store is now uh, selling Halloween candy at 10% of the price and playing Christmas music? Is that what it means?
0: Oh, I'm sure it is. I haven't checked, but I, I, I have absolute faith that it is. No, November is the month that Blade Runner uh, is set in. That's when it starts. November, 2019.
1: Wow. We actually made it to the
0: future. (laughs) Somewhere out there in Los Angeles, Harrison Ford lookalike is hunting down artificial humans that escape from space colonies and other solar systems. And I, for one, could not be more excited. I'd like to know more about the space colonies. Have we had space (laughs) colonies? Uh, that that I wasn't aware of. Apparently, we do because those were scheduled for this year, so they must have happened. Also, also that means that uh, that if you have not switched your wardrobe over to 2019 style clothing, you are now officially behind the times. You are officially out of fashion. So. You might want to, you know, go watch the movie and see what you can do to get caught up there.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm behind. I'm still. I'm still casual jeans and a t-shirt. Me too. Yeah. Um, really messed up. And and hey, especially in uh, in Seattle, it's it's a little too bright here. I was expecting nonstop clouds and rain. Uh, I should be. I should be delivering the show from a a uh, noodle bar on a, uh, you know, at a rainy, dark uh, alley uh, with, a, with, you know, the hundreds of other people around.
0: Oh, you know, I had something worrying too. I passed out this meme that, you know, showed people uh, what they could, you know, do to get caught up fashion wise. And somebody said, look, I'm just, I'm just hiding at home because nowhere in Blade Runner were there any old people. And I was thinking, that's that's not quite true. There were two genuinely old people in Blade Runner. One was Japanese and one was Chinese. So, <laughs> if you're old, because uh, one of them was the guy who sold the noodles, and one of them was the genetic engineer who made snakes and owls and stuff. So, if you're old and white... You, you better be safe and stay at home because there is no room in this dark cyberpunk future for you. If on the other hand, you're Japanese or Chinese, you're fine. You are perfectly safe uh, in, in this uh, grim, rainy, dark world um, where they are recruiting for us to go to the space colonies. Wow. Would you go to a space colony if, if they offered? Uh, it depends. <laughs> if it was like, no, seriously, if it was like frontier living, go to the space colony and become a farmer. I, I would not go.
1: Right. Okay. I,
0: I'm what, not, what, what would
1: get you, what would
0: get you out of your seat? Uh, I haven't really thought about it recently. I've been hyper-focused on other things.
1: Hyper-focused on other things. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I I don't think I could say goodbye to the Earth, but I I would definitely, if if they if they did it like a military tour, like, hey, why don't you spend five years or 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 two years or whatever out here in the asteroid belt, uh, mining or or doing whatever work is necessary, being a maintenance guy or something like that. I might do that like a like a temporary jaunt,
0: just to see. If things got bad enough on Earth, then I w- absolutely would. I mean... Yeah, but I mean,
1: we we still have sun and trees and other people. And if those things sound terrible to you, uh, then then go. Go to a space colony. <laughs> go to a space colony. Uh, we've got dogs. I, I don't know how you could leave dogs behind. Real dogs,
0: not genetically engineered dogs. Right,
1: right. Well, this is 2019... Uh, there. I hate to break it to you, but everything you know is a lie. Everything's been genetically engineered.
0: <laughs> that's just darn uh, disconcerting is what that is. <laughs> oh, that's sad. You know how I had to remember that word? I had to think of that scene in Saving Private Ryan. What, disconcerting? Yeah. In order to remember disconcerting, I, I had to remember that scene where he says, the Statue of Liberty is kaput. Well, that's disconcerting. <laughs> Cause that's exactly what this moment was. All the dogs are genetically engineered. Oh, well, that's disconcerting. <laughs> my, my memory wasn't working directly, so I had to make a quick workaround. Maybe I'm genetically engineered. Maybe I'm a replicant and I'm I'm nearing my incept date or or whatever the other other end of your incept date was. Uh, When you when you inevitably start to, you know, fall apart and die. Oh, that's that's depressing. Let's go on to (laughs) some. Yeah.
1: So so you've been you've been super focused lately.
0: Can you talk about that? What's going on with you? Um. Oh, I was going to also say this. You you asked me last night if we had some like topics to discuss. (laughs) Yeah
1: yeah we've been uh, this is how we run the show folks. This is some some weeks. Some weeks we have a a current event or a a film or a guest. And some weeks we talk on Friday night. Hey, man, what do you want to talk about?
0: (laughs) I I sat down this morning and as I was doing things, I came up with some topics. So I wasn't really sure last night. (laughs) I grabbed the only thing that came to mind. But this morning... By gum and by golly, I actually came up with, with real topics that we want to discuss, and then we should. I mean, these are timely topics that are that have come up, so we ought to discuss them. Oh, but I skipped the most important thing. Uh, hey, Dorinald, how was your week? Hey,
1: uh, I can't complain. It's been a regular week, so I'm still above ground. Everything's all right. Nothing crazy or wacky happened, except uh, I made a bunch of holiday plans. It's that time of year. Uh, So I'll be bouncing in and out of the Seattle area for the next uh, two months.
0: Okay. Seeing family and whatnot.
1: Seeing family and whatnot. I also managed to schedule some gaming in there as well. Another, another retreat out in the mountains. So weren't you supposed to be gone this week? That's next week. Oh, that's next week. I'll be uh, I'll be heading out of town uh, for a gathering of friends elsewhere. So uh, you'll have you'll
0: have to do without for a week. Because I, I was so sure it was this week. Yesterday I was thinking, man, I need to tweet that out that we're not going to be on the air tomorrow. And the only reason I didn't do it yesterday is I just really I was just too lazy to do. It. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'll get around to it. And then by the time I was going to get around to it, I saw that you had texted me. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) I had just uh, procrastinated myself into doing the right thing. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, I have got news. It's news for today.
1: News for today?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, we haven't talked about news in a while. What's new?
0: Uh, They're holding a convention up in your neck of the woods, I hear.
1: Oh, that happens regularly. You'll have to be more specific.
0: It's BlizzCon this weekend.
1: Is it BlizzCon? I think they hold BlizzCon down in California. Do
0: they? Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're they're centered in the Bay Area.
0: San Francisco. Oh, man. BlizzCon just got like 5 million percent less uh, interesting. And I wasn't even interested before. No, no.
1: Uh, Anaheim, actually. Which I, I r- realize I don't really know where that is, although I'm pretty sure that's near Los Angeles.
0: Isn't that where John lives? John De La
1: Rose? No, De La Rose lives in the Bay Area. He's he's uh, in San Jose. Man, screw California and all their cities. California's really big. It's It's tough to... You know how we've got those... Those original thirteen colonies along yeah, the yeah. eastern seaboard. California is just one state along the western seaboard. They just they take most of it up.
0: All right. Well, anyways, BlizzCon, and they have announced exciting news, totally timely news, not at all premature announcements rushed out. In order to sucker their fan base into um, mo- mollifying them into re- forgetting about all of this China stuff from the last month.
1: Yeah, that was a huge PR blunder on their part. They, uh, we talked about this uh, when it happened. Uh, they banned some Hearthstone streamer and took away all his winnings. And I think they ended up returning some of the winnings or something like that. Like, yeah, you're still suspended, but here, here's some of the money that you won. Right. But uh, you know, they tried to backpedal and it wasn't enough. Every, every, the, the seams were exposed uh, and they botched the
0: whole response. So they announced today two games that are nowhere near shipping which hasn't been blizzards you know mo for most of its history one is diablo 4 and one is overwatch 2
1: i mean this is this is a good year for them to r- announce sequels to very popular games.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they need it.
0: <laughs> and I didn't watch the announcements. I didn't watch the Apology Press conference. I could have this morning, but I just thought... Actually, I didn't even occur to me. I did watch the announcement trailers. And the Overwatch 2 announcement trailer was pretty good. It makes you all excited, get you pumped up. The Diablo 4 trailer was... It looked like the introduction cinematic to the game because it was. It certainly was a piece of computer generated cinematic that didn't really do anything for me. Except the bad guy is apparently the daughter of Diablo. Whatever. Was Diablo the primeval of hatred? Uh, fear. Oh, who is hatred? Oh, I forget. I I really
1: didn't. I only played Diablo three. Oh, yeah. I I do not give two shits about uh, Diablo. It's a boring, stupid game. And and you know me. I'm the I'm the old school dungeon crawl type of dungeon master. I as a computer game, I cannot stand Diablo. It bores me to tears.
0: Well, she's the daughter of hatred.
1: That's great. <laughs> The, the daughter of
0: hatred. Oh, we've got some info
1: in chat. Uh, DJ Shreffler knows what's up. Mephistopheles is hatred. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I I'm mildly curious about the World of Warcraft expansion. Uh, I've been trying to get Brad Walker's opinion on this. Apparently, we'll we'll have to talk to him next week or the week after, find out what's going on with that because he's following that. Uh, but the the World of Warcraft expansion is the Shadowlands, which is just basically Hades. They they open it up with a stupid cinematic and uh, set the stage for what the expansion is going to be about. And uh, what can I say? The World of Warcraft story has always been stupid.
0: Oh, and they're yeah, and they're remaking Warcraft three to be in line with the World of Warcraft continuity. So does that mean they're going to make Warcraft three stupid? <laughs>
1: No, no. You have to understand, Warcraft's story has always been stupid. Oh, not just
0: World of Warcraft, all the
1: Warcrafts. Oh, because the the World of Warcraft was based on what happens in Warcraft 3, uh, including a lot of the major characters and plot lines and storylines that happened over the course of those three games. And it didn't get any smarter. It didn't get any more interesting. I mean, it's it's a theme park MMO. It's a ton of fun. And the game can be engaging, and and in, encountering other people and playing with other people is very engaging, but the cinematics are retarded. The lore barely makes any sense. It's it's stupid fantasy stuff, fluff, just the sort of thing you expect out of a video game. I hope I don't have any Blizzard uh, creative writers listening because they're they're frothing in the mouth and flipping their keyboards now. But <laughs> screw them. Uh, it's it's awful. It's always been awful. So. But, uh, I mean, World of Warcraft has had very good expansions despite that. Uh, Wrath of the Lich King uh, had a great setup, and it was an excellent expansion. The storyline itself was really dumb, especially while you're questing and leveling. And then a recent expansion, not not the current expansion, but the one before it was World of Warcraft Legion. And they had been using alternate realities and time travel paradoxes to sort of tweak and uh, retro fit or, you know, retroactively change some of the story so that they could redeem one of the uh, great villains of the franchise. It's stupid. I mean, that's that's an awful idea. If I pitched that, you'd be like, that's, you know, what if I told you that the, the second Star Wars movie was an alternate reality where vader's not dead and then the third one was uh we rehabilitated vader uh without him dying right you'd say oh that sounds what a dumb hack of an idea yeah well it is but legion uh was widely considered the best expansion since wrath of the lich king it was uh the questing was a lot of fun the raids were well made and, and exciting that sort of thing um all the classes were fun to play right all those things that you sort of want out of a, out of a MMO expansion. Boom. So, Hey, don't worry too much about the story. Cause it's always stupid.
0: All right. I will take your word for it.
1: <laughs> we previously established that daddy Warpig hates MMOs and I don't blame you. Um, anything, uh, anything else at
0: BlizzCon we should talk about?
1: What? No, I think, uh, I, Mentioned earlier, some someone in chat mentioned, yeah, there there are protesters and and blizzards, uh, blizzards not really cracking down on them. They're they're allowing people to show up in May costumes or Winnie the Pooh costumes. That's a great costume. Uh, Winnie the Pooh making fun of uh, Chinese uh, Premier uh, Xi Jinping. Uh, he famously looks like Winnie the Pooh if if you squint <laughs> at pictures of him. Uh, and the Q and A, the Q a is going to be curated, so uh, it's you know they're they're I think they're just going to have to eat their take their medicine at BlizzCon.
0: Yeah. Uh, um. Something else came out this weekend. What's that? Terminator Dark Fate. Uh. Now, this could have been a review. I could maybe have gone and saw the movie yesterday. I did not. <laughs> okay. Because I saw some reviews of the movie, and even though I've sat through some atrocious things for the listeners of this show, I, I wasn't willing to sit through Terminator Dark Fate and i've got something to tell you guys why if you haven't seen it on my twitter feed already now some people are going to scream and call this a spoiler but like i've said before if it's in the very first scene of the movie it's not a spoiler to tell you
1: yeah and it's not a spoiler to anybody who saw the the casting and and you know the movie photos and went I've got a question for you, Daddy Warpig. Here is my first question when I saw the movie posters and the cast lined up Daddy Warpig, where is John Connor? <laughs> <laughs>
0: the very first scene of the movie happens immediately after the end of Terminator 2. So Sarah Connor and John Connor are on the beach, and this is like in their 1990 cells. They have Edward Furlong and Uh, Linda Hamilton back, and they've de-aged them with computer graphics. Oh, no. Uh, All the reviewers I've seen said it looks uh, just fantastic, fabulous. Um, Again, I haven't seen it, but they keep on saying how awesome it looks. They don't say that about the rest of the movie, but about this one scene, apparently the digital de-aging just looks incredible, so... I'll, I'll take the words for it. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to pay the admission price to see it, but go no. ahead. Whatever. Uh, that's cool. You know, they got that right. Fine. I'll give it to them. John Connor, Sarah Connor, sitting at a table, a Terminator T-800 Arnold Schwarzenegger model shows up from nowhere and shoots John Connor three times. With a shotgun, and he dies. Wow, that's that's quite a setup. That's the opening scene of the new movie. Forget the past, kill it if you have to.
1: <laughs> well said.
0: Yeah, uh, that,
1: it just came to me off the top of my head. That's 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 amazing. Like I said, hey. Uh, they have got some new characters here, new Terminators. But where's John Connor, right? Why, why, why do we see Grandma Sarah Connor instead of John Connor? Okay, well, now I have my answer, and and I never want to see that film.
0: Yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not. I refuse.
1: I mean, but you have to admit, the the, the whole time travel thing doesn't make any sense anyway. They they broke the whole continuity in Terminator 2. Yep. If 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 Skynet can just send another Terminator back, a cooler Terminator. I love Terminator 2, by the way. Freaking awesome movie. But the you know, they just broke the whole story with that. If Skynet can just send another Terminator back, well then there's no reason to expect anything to make sense or any 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 decisions or actions to be permanent.
0: It's uh, and the thing is, <laughs> I, I hate saying this. I hate saying this, and people are gonna like. They're gonna look at me, and they're gonna say, "Daddy War Pig, you shouldn't have said this." Terminator Dark Fate gave me. A strange new respect for Alien 3. (laughs) Because Alien 3 killed Hicks and Newt right out of the gate. Just murdered them off. Which was appalling and awful, and I'm still angry about it. You know. Years later, but at the very least, they didn't replace Hicks with another character who was just like Hicks, except he was a strong, she was a strong woman, what don't need no man. <laughs>
1: Oh, right, because because they they replaced John Connors with a new savior, right? It's just a
0: five foot one, like double digit pound little girl. She can't hold a gun. Not a rifle. She maybe could hold a pistol, but they got her in one scene. It's in the trailer if you want to pause. She's trying to hold a rifle. Her arms are at their full extent, and she can't hold it. If she tried to pull the trigger on a real rifle like that, it would buck back, spin her around, knock her on her ass, and the gun would go flying. I'm not saying that her as an actress is a bad person, but she physically can't hold the gun that they gave her. I mean, holy crap. Five foot one is well under, or not well under, it's just under average for women. You at least could find someone tall enough who could hold a freaking rifle. Well,
1: and that's why they had they had to have the old lady try and carry it, right? Because uh, Linda Hamilton's transformation in Terminator 2 You know she went. You know she went through all that stuff. It's believable that she's a complete badass, totally, totally ruthless, right? She, uh, yeah, she nailed that. But
0: it was believable. It's uh, all I can say is I I've seen like um, the Critical Drinkers review. I've seen Dave Cohen's review. Uh, I saw somebody else's review last night. And I watched these because I didn't want to go see the movie after I heard John Connor was shot. They shotgunned John Connor and all my interest in it just fled. Uh, And I've seen every other Terminator movie. Even the really bad ones. I saw Genesis in the theaters. Shame on you. For this show. We reviewed it for this show. But that's how much pain I have been willing to endure, but I wasn't willing to endure this. It just... Uh, it, it, it isn't just that it is... that The entire plot is a retread of T2, of Terminator 2. But more than that... There's two other bigger problems behind that. Plot is a retread of Terminator 2. It's filled with plot items, right, that are, or plot elements um, that are ripped off of all the other movies in the Terminator series. Like in Terminator 3, I don't know if you remember, they had the battery thing where they used it to blow up to do some stuff.
1: I'm sorry. I don't remember anything about Terminator. 3. Oh, wasn't, um, what's her name in it? Claire Danes. Yes. Okay. That's the only thing I remember about that.
0: One of the Terminators had a nuclear battery and they put it in the mouth of another Terminator and blew it up to kill the Terminator. Wow. That's, that's cool. They do the same thing in this movie. Spoiler, by the way. Exactly the same thing. So they've ripped off, and that's not the only thing. They've ripped off stuff from all the other Terminator movies to fill out the plot from Terminator 2. But even that, there's still one more layer of bad. The entire movie is a metaphor or analogy or simile or lecture or what have you about how um, border controls and illegal aliens and ice and capturing people at the border and stuff is bad. Oh, boy. Because the girl they replaced John Connor with is Mexican. And, and, and I'm not using Mexican as a, as a synonym for Hispanic. I mean, she is literally a citizen of Mexico. And in order to escape from the Terminator, they have to get smuggled into uh, America They have to deal with a coyote, and there's some nastiness there. I don't remember. And then they get captured by ice, and then they get thrown in an ice facility, and all their weapons are taken away, and the ice guys are all bad guys, and the Terminator shows up, and he's dressed like the ice guys, and he has to fight his way through them, and border security is bad. It is evil. It's wrong. So it's a big metaphor for how orange man and bad. So that's three layers of, no four, that's four layers of crap because all the men are bad guys and all the women are are good guys and, and heroes and you don't need no man. and And they most especially call out the fact that Sarah Connor, was going to be the mother and raise the savior of the human race. But by gum and by golly, in this movie, no. It was not about a woman having a man, a dirty, stinking, filthy man. It was about this girl herself growing up to save the human race.
1: That's great. That's just... Because that's what we need in our films, more scolding. I mean, there's an
0: actual quote where... Sarah Connor says, let me guess, it's all about you giving birth to some man who's going to save the human race. I mean, I'm not reading into this. This is not metaphorical. I'm not putting some kind of construct onto the movie. That's literally the quote. It's about you giving birth to some man who's going to help You save the human race. Uh, You're not the important person here. It's all about your womb. And she only says this so she can be proven wrong later that no, it's not about her womb. It's about her being the hero who's going to save the human race. Take that, Terminator. So that's four levels of badness all packed in to the movie, one on top of each other. Get woke, go broke. (laughs) So, people, if you wonder why I didn't go see this movie to review it, is because once I saw four levels of badness all stacked up together, and I'm not even exaggerating, I'm just telling you what these reviewers... Have related, telling you the plot elements that they've related, and I, I'm actually holding a bunch back because I'm not going to spoil it. But you know, if you want to go listen, go listen to Critical Drinker or some of these others, and they will they will give you the entire plot so that you don't you don't have to wonder. <laughs> you don't have to you know depend on my word. It's just awful. Awful, 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 hey, th- awful,
1: awful. Hey, this is, this is a good opportunity to talk about uh, There's a lot of people in our circle are talking about, uh, something, you know, raw Nancy. We had him on the show a few times. Yes. Uh, he, he coined this hashtag called brand zero. Yes. Uh, uh, this is a good opportunity to talk about, about that, where, uh, he and a few other people have decided, uh, they've had enough. They're just not going to talk about all these awful pop culture brands and, and, and names and things like that. Uh, I think, I think Terminator has to go on the list of stuff that we, we just have to give up now. It's done. It's over. It's been killed. Um, what are your thoughts? O- what are your thoughts on the idea? putting you on the spot here.
0: Well, my thoughts are twofold. My thoughts about what other people choose to do is if that's what they want to do, then more power to them, you know, go and and do that. That's great. Um, And I don't really, I don't have a negative opinion about it, and I wouldn't see anything bad about it. Um, My thoughts about me personally are – I've got a job to do. And very specific.
1: Oh, I I didn't think this was gonna be a a, a deep question. I I can I can tell I really put you on the spot there.
0: Well, it's just not I don't want to make it seem like I'm criticizing them for choosing to do that. If they don't want to talk about criticizing new Star Wars movies because they think it's giving, uh, you know, publicity or whatever to the new, you know, to the uh, rise of Skywalker, that's their choice. That's fine. They don't want to talk about Marvel comics or um, whatever woke popular culture media because. That is inflating their presence, um, or John Scalzi books, whatever. That is absolutely their, you know, their choice, and I'm not going to complain about that. I'm not going to criticize them for that if that's something they want to do. But they, we all travel. Me and the people who are doing that all travel in the same social circles. And my position is I will not be doing that. I will be talking about these things. Um, Not to be defiant, not to stand up to them, but because I have a very specific job I have to do. And part of my specific job involves doing specific things. And part of that involves... Uh, analyzing things like this, tearing them, tearing them apart, reviewing them, commenting on them and taking inspiration from them where I can. Um, I understand you're not,
1: uh, even the, you don't worry too much about giving them money or air or breathing room like that. They're, those things are still valuable assets for you to watch and study and learn from.
0: Yeah. I just, it's not an optional thing for me. It's not something I do. It's not something I do for clicks. It's not something I do for money. It's something I'm doing because I am. I'm educating myself and I'm entertaining other people. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well,
1: that was a surprisingly candid uh, answer.
0: So, yeah, I'm just nod and say, "Go for it, guys." That's you know, that's your choice. I don't have a problem with that, but I uh, I won't be joining you. I've got some other things I have to do right now. Cool. Uh, also, that means that we get to keep talking
1: about cool stuff on the Geek Gab or terrible stuff.
0: See, that's one of the jobs I have is Geek gab is one of the aspects of the job I'm doing. So, you know. Oh, by the way, um, I don't know if this is going to happen or not. Uh, T.C. McCarthy, who came on the show a couple weeks ago, yeah, um, is getting in contact with someone he knows to see if they want to come on the show. And so we might have another... Uh, kind of moderately big name coming on the show if uh, if he sets it up oh I love it I love it so that'd be cool
1: um, there was one other thing it, it, that you wanted to talk about
0: today no I got two things to talk about <laughs> wow. chicken stuff off my list left and right okay um. I, uh, in fact, this is one of those things I, you know, pulled apart and analyzed and stuff. Um, Like we talked about last week on our Halloweeniest episode ever, my sister likes to do big, elaborate Halloween stuff on her front lawn. Well, this year it was the uh, swamps of Louisiana. So she laid down back black plastic sheeting. She cut plants that looked like, um, cat nine, you know, cattails, um, and other swamp plants. She put down alligators and skeletons and, and body parts and stuff. And then she had, uh, she built a boardwalk on top of her, uh, sidewalk so it's all uh wooden so it's elevated above the swamp and then turned on a fog machine for halloween so it was blowing fog across the swamp uh and then inside that house she had a a fake uh voodoo um setup (laughs) awesome (laughs) That's really cool. So, this is the funny thing about it because this is completely accidental. I saw a movie I'd wanted to watch a little bit and I thought, oh, that'd be cool. It was Halloween night and I hadn't seen anything. I wanted to do something. I'd sat the door for like an hour and two kids show up <laughs> in the entire hour. Oh, five parents, but only two kids, <laughs> or five adults, but only two kids. And so I'm like, okay, I got, I got done with my shift, turned it over to uh, someone else. And then I went to watch my horror movie, and I realized halfway through the horror movie that I was watching a movie about alligators <laughs> <laughs> chomping on people. Perfect. Down in Florida. <laughs> Turning a Hurricane. It's called Crawl. Um, it came out like last year, and I don't know if it how well it did or not. It was okay. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It had Barry Pepper in it. Um, oh, Barry Pepper. He's an actor. Um, he's been in some stuff. I don't. <laughs> You can run and, and IMDB him and pick out some stuff that he's been in. He's a good actor. Um, they had the the one lone girl from uh, the Maze Runner movies in it. <laughs> um, and it was all right. Uh, it wasn't super spectacular. You could tell. Even though they were doing it on a budget, and you could tell that because they had a very constrained set that they were pretty much locked into, and they didn't have a huge cast, they did a lot with what they had, and it was enjoyable. Wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, but it did reinforce to me my opinion that animal monster movies have their place, but. They're just not huge enough to continue carrying uh, a giant franchise or series all on their own unless you start, um, unless you're a genius or you start bringing in weirder things to kind of spice them up. And the and the uh, the history of those kinds of movies bear this out. Going back to Jaws, Piranha, Piranha 2, uh, not the modern ones, I'm talking like the old ones uh, that uh, James Cameron worked on, um, back in the day before he became a director, bringing that back to Aliens and Terminator. Um, So there isn't anything you could do if this movie had been a super smash success, there isn't anything you could have done to make this a viable franchise. It would have just been a one-off without doing something like, you know, making it, nuclear waste and their or chemical waste and their you know giant or whatever it just can't sustain interest with an animal or multiple animals so it was a decent movie but it reaffirmed my thoughts that animals are nice one-shot villains but not suitable is as, as far as horror movies go as continuing adversaries in a horror movie series. They're just not enough by themselves. But that's also true for things like zombies. Uh, Sooner or later, you just have to start focusing on something else because zombies aren't enough to hang an entire series on. Even Black Tide Rising... Um, which is John Ringo's zombie series in the most recent trilogy they've started, even they have had to go to, you know, switching to human villains instead of purely zombies because you just run out of things that zombies can do. Hmm.
1: Yeah, that's how you get all those oh, the the real monsters are the other people that you have to try to survive with. Right. Those sorts of stories. Uh, Although I think they did, uh, uh, as far as monster movies go, I think they made three or four Sharknados. So you can do a little with a lot or a lot with a little. I'm not sure which way that goes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, Sharknado proves that because, first off, the... The very idea of it is absolutely so bizarrely gonzo <laughs> that that bought them at least two pictures worth of, <laughs> of, of of material from it. But they did they did the Saints Row thing with Sharknado. If you're do, do you know how Saints Row developed? Isn't that just a GTA mod? No, it's it. I mean, it, the first one was kind of a was a grim, gritty GTA clone. And the second one became a wacky, completely off-the-beam sort of GTA clone, where your mini-games are like spraying buildings with sewage. Um, or running bro, around on the street thrusting your hips in someone's face.
1: Bro, uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm stop you right there, and I'm gonna let you finish, but uh, take a look at that. the latest Sharknado made it up to five. Yeah. And and I have to show you, I, I, I don't know if you can read this on the screen, but the, the catchphrase here, this little tag is make America bait again. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. That's disturbing. So so, so, so it was sort of GTA, but then they had their own uh, mini games and side quests and things that you said.
0: Yeah. They, they just went nuts in two with really weird stuff. Like you jump out of an airplane, Uh, for one of the mini games and see if you could land on an old woman (laughs) on a roof. And then um, by the time you're in number four, uh, you're the president of the country and you literally are crawling on the outside of an ICBM to disable it. And this is the opening scene. (laughs) And Keith David, not a character voiced by Keith David Keith David is your vice president. (laughs) (laughs) And aliens invade the planet, and they destroy the planet, but all the people are kept alive in a Matrix simulation. And uh, in this Matrix simulation, you have superpowers, and you're rushing around with all these superpowers. So what I'm saying is... The way Saints Row worked is it got weirder and weirder and weirder and weirder. It got bigger and bigger and bigger and ever more gonzo. So I'm using that as an analogy for Sharknado. (laughs) Okay. It got bigger and bigger and bigger and weirder and weirder and weirder. They literally had space travel at one point and an ancient Egyptian tomb that there was ancient Egyptian curses that had caused the original Sharknado. (laughs) And uh, so even with the Sharknado being at the center of the series, they they had to go and do a lot of weird different things to... To keep it going. That's amazing. So yes, I have seen all the Sharknados, <laughs> all all of them, all of them. In one sitting? No, that, that would are, be a that would be a great marathon. I uh, I think I saw one two on the same weekend, and then that was like. Before three and four and five came out, so I caught the others later. Um, it's Twitter's fault. I blame you, Twitter. I mean, what do you,
1: what do you tell your family and friends if you're an animator <laughs> on on the Sharknado films? Like, oh, what did you, uh, what did you uh, work on this month or this year? Well. Auntie Clara, I animated a giant shark uh, flying through Big Ben and destroying London. <laughs> oh, okay, sure. I don't know. How, I don't know how you could work on Sharknado and not just love it. I suppose I would tell everybody I knew. You know what? That may be the problem with Terminator. Is that uh, is that fan fan folk fans would uh, are working on it and really excited about working on it?
0: No, 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 no. I'm talking about the the animal problem that you could only string out the central thesis or the central monster for so long before you've just run out of you know before that's it you just can't make anymore because you've used it up. You have plumbed the depths of that monster, and it's a great monster, and it's a great couple of movies, but you just have to leave them on the shelf, and they're great movies, and start making new stuff because there isn't any more material to get out of it. I mean, the perfect trilogy of Terminator movies would have been Terminator 1, Terminator 2, And Terminator Future War, where you actually see John Connor do what he's supposed to do and defeat Skynet. Because that caps off the other two movies. That wraps the whole series up. We finally get to see what Sarah Connor's been fighting for, what Kyle Reese was fighting for. We get to see the destruction of Skynet. That would have been a nice trilogy, and then never touch it again, it's over see john connor wipe out skynet
1: Mm.
0: but but instead they're just trying to you know keep on trying to make a franchise out of it um and and they don't have they just don't have enough depth to the monster or enough depth to the world to do that um so that's why all these Terminators that suck is they're just recycling the first two movies and there's they should just let it go. It's time to go. Time to stop. You know, the same could be said for a lot of other franchises that will go on too long. You can get several sequels from the same characters in the same situations, but you have to know when it's time to stop when you've just run out of good material from it.
1: Um, that's, that's interesting that you say that because I think, I think the people who are working on a lot of these franchises, uh, a lot of people who worked on the franchise originally don't necessarily come back. They say, Oh, I've, I've done everything that I need to do. I've said everything I needed to say, but there have been some pretty high profile exceptions. Um, James Cameron apparently is filming more Avatars. Yes, lots. Rid- Ridley Scott uh, came back and did Prometheus and and what was that? Alien? What was the Covenant. name? Covenant, Covenant. Which, uh, I mean, Prometheus had a had a really stupid plot, but he he, he told something new he told something new about the uh about the alien universe but like the monster problem it wasn't about the monsters it was all right what 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 would happen what type of person or what type of thing would create those monsters you know assuming they were created that sort of thing Um, i know you didn't like either of them i actually liked alien covenant i thought that was okay because he was saying something new about the series it wasn't just about an alien monster running amok and killing a bunch of people Uh, but i think uh, and that's what i thought you were saying before about fanboys coming in and and working on the stuff i think a lot of these people don't really understand or or don't or don't understand that there's nothing more to say about this thing they just want to write fan fiction in that universe and in say hey i worked on ghostbusters or i worked on I worked on Sharknado or whatever. that <laughs> example.
0: Sharknado is awesome and will never die. I mean, the alien is a phenomenal monster. And it may be that that's just the combination of elements that went into alien. It's unique reproduction cycle. It's H.R. Geiger designed appearance. Uh, the acid for blood. It's appearance on an alien planet with so much mystery around it and the the HR Geiger spaceship it may be that those elements which all are which was what makes it so interesting and intriguing can never be exactly duplicated and so no monster can be cool again in that way but i have seen so much alien stuff in other media, comics, books, whatever. And I'm not a big huge completionist. I've just seen I've read several comic series. I've you know seen the alien movies, all of them, and and read the the Alan Dean Foster alien novels. It I think that monster has been it's dry. The well is dry. There's Mm. nothing more there. For sure. Um and I think that Alien that Prometheus and Alien Covenant were the exact wrong ways to go to try and uh revive the franchise of the monster. Um I mean well, I, I, I don't I
1: don't understand them as attempts to revive the monster. That's that was my point. My point was was that here's here's this world here's the setting uh, and and prometheus was dumb because it was a hey let's explain the rocket jock scene which is it's one of those details that didn't need to be explained but that's why i liked alien covenant because it was truly about uh david the android and 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 creators and and their creations and and rebellion and and everything in between and so i think it was saying something uh, it it was it was sort of an interesting story using the alien setting as its setting so that that's where i disagree and i don't think it was trying to revive the
0: monster of the series i think it was trying to revive the series that's why fox that's why fox financed it is they want to keep making more of these so they can get money
1: Mm. Um, yeah maybe you're right i don't i don't think we have insight into what they were actually thinking
0: but yeah
1: except except by using the name alien covenant Whereas in Prometheus, they were sort of
0: demure about. Yeah, they were trying to play coy. Yeah. Um, But anyways, they. The Predator movies. Predator is a great one-off creature. People really like Predator 2. I didn't like it when I first when I saw it The couple times I've seen it. Maybe I'd like it more today. I don't know, um, but I think it's it's also, you know, we, we've we've run these run these creatures dry. They're all from the '80s: mm-hmm. Terminator, Predator, Alien. They're all from the '80s. We've wrung them dry. We keep on trying to remake them, and every one of these movies fails. They all suck.
1: <laughs> it's, it's trying
0: time to make new stuff i mean it's just the alligator problem how many damn movies i liked crawl i'm not saying crawl was super spectacular it wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be um after after the first 15 20 minutes i felt kind of disappointed i'm like oh is this going to be that and it turned out not to be that so i was You know, happy with it. By the time I got to the end, it wasn't what I worried it was going to be in the, you know, after the first 20 minutes. So that made me happy. (laughs) When your expectations suddenly sink when you're watching a movie, but it's not that, you get happy at the end. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, There are a lot of good things about it. Um, And all the things that were that I might have wanted to see different were because of the limited budget, which is fine. It's a horror movie. It's got a limited budget. You just have to work with that. That's the tradition of horror movies. But you can't keep making mundane alligators be super scary, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, even in this movie, they pushed it to the limit of what, Tension they could wring from alligators. Um, And and We've rung them dry. We've rung the Terminator dry. We've rung Alien dry. We've rung um, all these franchises dry. We just have to start making new stuff. Because we're not going to be getting great big returns out of the old stuff. That's my opinion anyway. I have concur. I was going to say, have I shocked you?
1: <laughs> I was trying to, to see if I had a response to that other than, yeah, I, th- I think you're, you're mostly right
0: on that. I mean, I'll be honest, uh, and maybe I talked to, I did, I talked to you about this. One of the things from The Secret Project was me finally deciding, um, and it's like the Jurassic Park slash Jurassic World thing. Just dinosaurs. You run into a, a brick wall about how interesting they can be. And so you kind of had to turn and go weirder and weirder and weirder with the dinosaurs. They had to invent new dinosaurs that were, you know, super intelligent and could turn themselves invisible and couldn't be detected by heat. Whatever. It could be directed by laser. They had to start going weirder and weirder and weirder because just dinosaurs themselves were no longer scary enough. They have started to wring them dry within the context of Jurassic park, Jurassic world. Um, and I was applying that to one part of the, uh, secret project. When I came here to do the show, you know, that, that was my opinion of crawl. Crawl was a fine movie. It was enjoyable. You know, I wouldn't watch it again, but it was enjoyable once. Um, and it just kind of undergirded my opinion. It kind of reinforced my opinion and said, oh, yeah, I'm right about this for my secret project. But now I'm realizing it applies to more than just dinosaurs, more than just alligators, more than just animals. It also applies to just about any monster. When you wring them dry, zombies, vampires, uh, whatever, when you wring them dry... You have to start coming up with something different because you just have to start coming up with something different. So you have something with more potential that you can, whether it's got a little bit of potential or a lot of, bit of a potential, you have to come up with something new and see how far you can take that, how well you can do that. I mean, and occasionally something like Brilliant comes along, like 30 Days of Night, where it's just so obvious that vampires could do that or would do that. Oh, yeah, that makes so much sense. Um, so, yeah, people have to – people who are writing books, comics, uh, making movies, whatever, they have to start pushing again beyond – and it's mostly movies that's doing this and television – you have to push beyond recycling things because they have they are running dry all their wells and they're not bothering to invest in the process of creation. I mean, creation is a mental habit, right? It's a skill. You have to invest in practice, in practice creating um, and try it and keep on trying it so that your brain... Is used to it so you can start doing it. And sure, not all the stuff you're going to come up with is going to be great, but you at least have to start doing it so that um, you're ready and able to do it. Uh, because if you haven't, if you've completely stopped doing that, all those other skills have, have atrophied, they've withered away. Um, and it looks like that Hollywood, outside of a few, you know, crazed people, I'm uh, using "crazed" in the good sense. There, people who are just, you know, on their own completely has lost that that drive. They've gotten out of the practice, out of the habit of making new things. You got me again. Anybody else in the chat got a question or? A comment
1: <laughs> No, actually, uh, we've got a bunch of people listening in, but chat quieted down. We were talking about, uh, zombie stuff earlier and, and we got an update from BlizzCon from Bradford Walker. Oh, looks like they're putting the leveling system into the
0: blender and. Oh yeah. I saw that people were mad. They're going to squish levels down and. Yeah. Well, all the previous expansions
1: they had, uh just tacked on 10 levels to the level cap
0: and they're like, Oh, here you go.
1: Have fun level again. And, and now they've just squished that where apparently they're bringing the level cap back down to 60 and the 10 levels you have to gain are 50 to 60. They're just going to reset everybody's level.
0: <laughs> I'm sure that won't cause any, won't cause any difficulties. I'm sure people are going to be perfectly calm and fine and fine and calm with that. Yeah. I'm sure there won't be any outcry whatsoever. Oh, so smart. All right. Me-
1: Megabuster Shepherd has a question. He wants to know uh, our thoughts on Terminator Salvation. Isn't that the one that just came out?
0: No, no. Terminator Salvation was the one that was set entirely in the future.
1: Um, it's the one that had Christian, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Oh, I remember seeing that. Uh, it was supposed to be the story of... John Connor finishing the war and sending Kyle Reese home at the last second, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, the nuclear submarine one. The nuclear, I don't,
1: I don't remember the details of that. I I remember the, the plot points being pretty dumb, but, uh, is futuristic running, gunning action and, and things. I've
0: only seen it once. So I haven't seen it. I'd like to watch it again. Um, I had a middling response. I, I thought it wasn't. It was all right, but not great. But I may have to watch it again to be sure, because that was a while ago, and uh, uh, I would not trust my opinions from that specific part of my life. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, I was very, very sick that year. So. Oh okay, okay yeah.
1: I I, I thought it was pretty forgettable. I, I remember I remember not liking. Uh, the plot and the stupid story, but uh, there is there is shooting and, and robots and things, so
0: that was neat. There was a hot chick they killed like really cruelly. Am I wrong with that? Did I...
1: Um, i sorry. That could just be your fantasies.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I could be wrong. I just, I tend to remember that in movies. It's like, oh, there's the hot chick. Oh, they killed her off. That's terrible.
1: Yeah, normally normally they stick around for uh, to be a
0: what's the word? Romantic interest? Or... That's the word. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else to say before we kick off?
1: <laughs> Not about those topics. I do appreciate everybody hanging out and chat today. It was tons of fun talking to you guys throughout oh. the show. And uh, thanks to everybody listening in now and later. Uh, it's always good to talk with you Daddy Warpig, so and I'll be out. So we'll gab again in a couple of weeks.
0: I'm right. Mega Buster Shepherd says I'm right. Yeah, she uh, died. Yeah. So sad. So sad. That may have that may have colored my reaction. <laughs> 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 okay, folks. Thanks everybody for tuning in uh, live and giving us uh, talking to us in the chat. Um, thanks everyone who is listening to us later. This is Geek Gab. You can listen to us on youtube.com slash geek That's youtube.com slash geek gab. Or you can uh, subscribe to us on itunes.com, on the Google Play, or itunes.com, on the iTunes Store, on the Google Play Store, and on SoundCloud.com. Actually, they may be able to subscribe to us on itunes.com. I, I haven't checked. Honestly, I have no idea. Uh, don't quote me on that, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're on YouTube, uh, subscribe. Uh, if you haven't subscribed, if you are subscribed, double check just to make sure you haven't been stealthily and surreptitiously unsubscribed from this completely awesome show. Um Leave a thumbs up and uh, click the bell to receive announcements about when we're going live. We uh, are signing off for today, but don't you worry, don't you fret, we will be back.